Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Peter Gabbett Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Timothy Hankst, and today is October 28th, 2020, which means I'm on day 319 in a row of 365 promised episodes that brings you unedited, unscripted, improv, news, movies, music, sports, food, entertainment, and all things except politics. Well, we all know the Los Angeles Dodgers won the World Series. Yeehaw. Which means two LA teams in two different sports won two different championships in the same month. This can't happen, folks. How could we allow this? Even though we are just spectators, we should ensure that this doesn't happen by doing something. I mean... Twitter rants that spiral the mood of the players out of control and cause them to go on a tirade to the extent in which they're not allowed to play. Or find some of these players outside in the open and cough on them to ensure that they have COVID so they can't play. Or just all out hold them for ransom during the games and kidnap LeBron James or Clayton Kershaw. I mean, I'm sorry, that's extreme. It is. But I just can't stand L.A. teams. They're garbage. Except for the Clippers, who used to be the San Diego Clippers, and that's where they got their name, so I respect them and I like that team. But all other L.A. teams can't stand them. They have too much money. They pay for everything. They're the new New York. Used to be New York... Bought all the players, paid for championships, and it was just a waste of all of our time. But now it looks like it's L.A. And don't get me wrong, I know this is the first Dodgers World Series win since, what, like 32 years ago or something, like 1988. So, congratulations to the fans that waited so long, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? There's some teams that have never done it, including my favorite team, the Seattle Mariners. And the Padres, who have made it to the World Series but didn't win. And it's time for those teams who are not as old as these what once was Brooklyn Dodgers is now L.A. Dodgers, which has been around for like a 100 years. These other teams that haven't been around that long, it's time for them to win. I'm waiting for next season. Thank God it's over. And at least we have football to watch. Speaking of football, the Seattle Seahawks traded for Carlos Dunlap from the Cincinnati Bengals because they need a good pass rusher and he will fit the bill. It's unknown what the Seahawks have given up to obtain Carlos Dunlap. We'll find that out later. But at least it's looking like they're putting what they need to put together to ensure that what happened against Arizona will not happen again this year. So the Seahawks could guarantee themselves a playoff spot without sustaining some miserable last-second losses as they did in AZ. Well, folks, Elon Musk has expanded his beta test for his Starlink satellite internet capabilities. Yes, apparently... Right now, you as a consumer 
can buy one of these beta test internet kits that allows you to use Elon Musk's internet, which I told you months ago was coming into play. It was why he put all those satellites into orbit, and it is why he suspects it's going to cost them $10 billion more dollars to officially get this fully up and running and capable of giving the World Wide Web to every corner of the entire globe under his own personal internet, which will actually gain SpaceX around $30 billion a year in annual revenue once it's up and running. And the kit consists of a $499 payment, $499 original payment to receive a tripod, a Wi-Fi router, and the other equipment you'll need to set up the Starlink satellite internet capability in your own home that is outside of the other internet run by every other company. It is just the SpaceX internet, nobody else's, which they just paired up with Microsoft to house their cloud companies information into Elon Musk's SpaceX satellite Starlink internet, which means if you have stock in SpaceX, you're about to get rich. But if you do not, you can still buy this internet, which is only $99 a month. Now, the internet speeds are not as fast as what we currently have available from other companies. But those companies control everything and choose when they can boot you off or when they can shut it down, or when your speed should be lower, or any of these things. And if you don't trust them, if you're sick of them, you're done with it, you want a new version of the internet, try Elon Musk's Starlink internet. I'm telling you, I, I knew this was going to happen, and I realized, like, years ago, actually, when he began his idea for the satellites in orbit to get an internet connection that he planned on having his own version of the internet, which will eventually be faster and better speeds than what we have today available. And when that happens and everybody switches to the new Elon Musk internet, the company is going to run the world. The company will be the most ambitious company in existence, trying to send people to Mars on their own rockets, controlling the global internet, creating electric cars that are actually nice and capable of driving themselves. I mean, this guy has the ideas of the future already work, worked out so that he's ready to start selling them. Other companies are far behind and just beg at a chance to grasp some of the capabilities that Tesla and SpaceX already has. So I suspect that the richest man in the world will become Elon Musk eventually. And everyone will know his name. Everyone will know what SpaceX and Tesla is. And especially people who eventually live on Mars will remember this time. Now I know the mask enforcement thing is annoying. It's obnoxious. I hate it when an average citizen tries to tell me 
put on your mask, whatever, and enforce the stupid COVID rules. It, it sucks. I hate it. But I do it because otherwise altercations could ensue such like the one that occurred in Chicago recently where two sisters went into a shoe store and they weren't wearing masks. So the security guard at the front of the store simply asked them to please put on their masks before they enter because of the COVID restrictions. Now, these women were not having it. They immediately began trash-talking this man. One of the women threw a trash can at him, and eventually they both attacked him, with one holding him by his hair and the other one stabbing him with a comb knife. Yes, a comb that also pulls out a blade into a knife. 27 times she stabbed this man for asking them to please wear a mask inside the shoe store. These women almost brutally murdered him as he was in critical condition and was transported to Mount Sinai Hospital in Chicago area. And these two women were charged with first-degree attempted murder. This is so nuts, people. You simply went to go look at shoes at a store. And now you're going to prison for attempted murder because you wouldn't wear a mask and you got so upset about somebody asking about it that you tried to kill him. I mean, only in Chicago, right? But seriously, this has gone too far. With the whole mask rules, just do it because eventually it'll go away and you won't have to worry about this any longer. It hasn't even been a year, and people are so fed up with it, they're stabbing other people for simply asking them to wear the mask. I mean, I'm not going to stab somebody. Sure, it's going to annoy me, and maybe I forgot the mask in the car, and I have to go all the way back to my vehicle and get it, and I'll be a little less happy than I was before when I was, you know, just nonchalantly strolling into a place forgetting my stupid mask and thinking it was the normal world again. But it's not the normal world. It's the pandemic world where people ask you to wear a mask and you should not stab them if you don't agree with their request. Instead, go to a different shoe store or buy shoes online. I mean, what is the deal here? I can't even believe this. This poor dude who was probably trying to fend off these women without hurting them because otherwise, of course, if he swung a single blow at a female... He'd be the one in prison, and it's a world we live in where now this hashtag MeToo movement crap has happened to the extent in which women think they have the right to beat on men, and men can't do a thing about it because otherwise it's guaranteed assault on the male because he should not hit women, and that's the rules. And all I know is if a chick's stabbing me, I'm going to beat the living shit out of that girl. Like, this is a fair warning to any woman out there who wants to stab me. I mean, sure, if I get stabbed, I'm probably dropping to the ground like a little bitch because I don't know how this guy kept fighting off these chicks and kept them in the store until police arrived after getting stabbed 27 times in the neck, back, and arms. That's crazy. But if I'm getting attacked with a knife by a woman, I you've become a man then. You're now a man who wants me to beat you And that's what's going to happen. So I'm sorry. Hashtag MeToo movement. You know what? This is not legit. 
security guard did what he could to avoid hurting them, and he is a hero for that. And these women are ruthless, terrible individuals who deserve a life in prison. Oh, folks, if you like White Claw or any of the hard seltzers, prepare for this. The ugly sweater combo coming out by Bud Light with their Bud Light hard seltzers in the flavors of Apple Crisp, which is basically, I guess, apple cider with cinnamon and nutmeg, Peppermint Patty, which is supposed to be like dark chocolate and, of course, the flavor of peppermint. And Ginger Snap, which obviously will be ginger, brown sugar, vanilla, stuff like that. These three flavors, paired up with the cranberry that already exists, will be an ugly sweater combo from Bud Light Hard Seltzer. And I cannot imagine they will not taste like shit. I mean, peppermint patty, hard seltzer, people, what is going on here? Have we completely and absolutely forfeited our manhood to enjoy these mamby-pamby, girly, seasonal, freaking disgusting combination flavor drinks that I just am embarrassed to say even exist? Apple crisp not terrible. All right, that could be okay. But ginger snap and peppermint patty, hard seltzers, what the hell? Whatever happened to a man grabbing some bourbon and putting it on the rocks and enjoying it? If he has to make it seasonal, throw a cinnamon stick in there. But seriously, this is going crazy. Peppermint patty and ginger snap hard seltzers. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I'm sure they're going to sell a ton of these because people are going to say, this is so weird and dumb. I'm going to buy this for my crazy uncle who loves White Claw or whatever. Which in my case, I could buy this ugly sweater variety pack for either of my older brothers who are obsessed with White Claw, which is just nasty. And I'm sure they would get a kick out of these weird obscure flavors and they would probably drink them on Christmas Day so that they felt festive as they got intoxicated off of some low-calorie crap that I guess gives you less of a beer gut than actual full-flavor Coors Banquet beer or Coors Light like they prefer before this whole wave of hard seltzer crap hit the shelves and every man decided to completely detach their testicles hand them over to the people running the cash registers of these stores and buying the most nasty, pathetic version of alcohol I've ever seen. Now, I must admit there's been fads and other trends in alcohol that I personally became obsessed with as well. Uh, however, most of them are just things like the motions you go through when you're in the early stages of either alcoholism or turning 21, but when I was about 15 or 16, I purchased mass amounts of weed from a guy I'll just call B.W. If you know him, you know him. If you don't, I shouldn't say his full name. It's just not right. But uh, from this guy, B.W., I would 
I would buy a whole bunch of weed like every week from him to the point in which there were times where he required me getting him a ride to the store to get himself beer that he could drink while he sold me weed. And this guy, he's, this guy like, I don't even know. Weed was nothing to him. I would go to his house and he would have this ashtray with half smoked blunts in it. I'm talking like nine of them just put out whenever he felt like it that he, you know, he was too lazy or drunk or high or whatever to throw away the ashtray to empty it. And I would just be mind blown. I'm like, dude, these are half smoked blunts. I'll take all of these and smoke the rest of them. Then I don't even have to smoke any of the weed I just bought from you and I can save some of my money. I'm like, you smoke entirely too much weed, sell too much weed and drink too much beer. But there were stipulations involved on my end, of course. If I was going to give him a ride to get himself a case of Rolling Rock, he would have to buy me a case of Rolling Rock too. Now, this may seem crazy that at age 15, I'm buying huge amounts of weed on a weekly basis and making a guy get me beer. But we were pretty messed up kids back then. I, I'm not going to lie. We took everything to the absolute extreme. I would hit up BW while I'm chilling with some other friends, like randomly at a park somewhere. He'd pull up in a fully dumped 1999 Honda Accord, like Lolo, with a body kit, huge spoiler on the back. You know, he had himself some exhaust that just pounded the pavement and sounded like a motorcycle pulling up. Cool air intake. Everything you can think about, cam gear on that. And this dude would pull up with all his windows tinted, music blasting, have me hop in his ride, do a quick circle. I would jump out and the people I was with would just think I was the coolest person on the planet for knowing somebody who was that cool and older than me at age 15, how cool I must be. In the end... I wasn't that cool. I just knew older people because I had older brothers and my buddy had an older fr my my buddy had an older bro who was friends with this guy who he was sick of us harassing him to call the guy himself and finally asked the dude if he could give he's like hey every time I call you it's for my little brother's friend to get weed. Can I just give him your number so he can stop making me be the middleman? Finally BW agreed. I got his number. Boom, I was, I was hooked up, I was connected. But this dude didn't realize how much weed I actually bought until I had his phone number. And I would hit him up every day, if at the very least, not every other day, for at least an eighth, if not a quarter ounce. This dude was mind blown. I remember one day he finally hits me up, he says, Dude, Pete, here you go, man, listen to me. You buy so much weed off of me in small amounts, it's ridiculous. I'm going to give you an ounce next week and you need to get rid of it yourself or just smoke it or whatever and then pay me back the following week. He knew I bought so much bud that if he fronted me an ounce for 250 bucks, which back then he didn't give me a great deal because I didn't buy that many ounces off him yet and I didn't know there was better deals to be had so at the beginning 250 bucks 
right out the gate, he wanted me to figure something out and then call him back if I needed more. The next day, I needed more weed. I got rid of the whole ounce. He was like, all right, you're going to need two ounces in the next time. I, I just can't keep doing this. You call me every day. This is too much. So he gave me two ounces for 480 Price break. Sold that in a day. Called him again. Finally, he gave me a quarter pound. He's like, here you go, Pete. 800 bucks. Best deal I've ever given you. 800 bucks for a QP. You're getting a major price break. Sit on that for a while and stop calling me all the time for we. I don't even have time for this. I'm just trying to get drunk off Rolling Rock. Next day, I hit him up. I was out of weed again. Dude was mind blown. And by then, I'd made enough profit to buy the next one off him in pure cash. I didn't have to front it. And that kind of set me on a wild ride of two and a half, maybe three years of me selling a huge amount of weed on a daily basis until I eventually got caught. But it all began with my desire to get weed from BW and his desire to get Rolling Rock, but having no ride to do so because he was already day drunk and didn't want to take the risk of getting, of getting a DUI. So the person I rolled with, who was 16 and had a car, We'd take him up to Safeway, also known as Vaughn's down here. He'd buy himself a case. He'd buy us a case. We'd drive back to his house. He'd sell me a bag of weed, and boom. A friendship like no other was sparked. And to this day, I still know the guy, although now he owes me 385 bucks from a botched deal that I made with him when I went above him and he went below me, and he actually used to call me for weed. Crazy world we live in, I know. But that is the story of a time when I became obsessed with a beer specifically. I don't know why. I just thought Rolling Rock was cool because this guy drank it. It's not great. It's not great beer. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know if you can buy it anymore. It's I haven't really seen it around. If you can, I'm surprised. It's basically like Heineken, but American Heineken. And I must say, like I, I don't even remember the taste, but I know it wasn't great. It was just a trend. I thought it was cool, so I did it. That's what people are doing nowadays with this hard seltzer thing. I'm never going to get into that because I don't really drink anymore, so it doesn't matter to me. But still, there was a time when Pete was obsessed with Rolling Rock. I appreciate you listening to the Peter Gabbett Podcast today, folks. It means the world to me to have listeners like you. BW, you owe me 385 bucks. Everyone else, have a fantastic day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Now, as much as I was obsessed with a certain type of beer for, like, six months in my life at one time. Actually, I've, I've been obsessed with different types of beer over time. At one point, it was Pabst for some reason. Don't even ask questions about that. But other times, it was Rolling Rock, Heineken, Bud Light. I mean, just some nasty stuff. But there's a guy who's a rapper who's obsessed with one specific drink, and it's 151 Malibu rum and pineapple juice, also known as a Caribou Lou. And that man is Tech Nine. Here's a song called Caribou Lou by Tech Nine to prove to you how much he's obsessed with it. Yeah, it's like the ultimate party flavor, baby. You know. Yeah, two cups to get a hot and out of a clothes. You know. Caribou Lou.
It's like 151 round yeah. Pineapple juice and Malibu Caribou, get them all now Make baby girl come Out of a shirt and raise hell Don't stop till the cops come Half a bottle of 151 Off in a jug, one cup of Malibu rum Baby, that's what's up, then you Fill the rest of the jug with pineapple juice And it's cracking, the only defect is waking up like what happened I like red light parties and fed right bodies Who like red light dolly and head right toddies at night Arab bouquet, oule, terrible day You pay the liquor store teller with no hera to pay Touche, get the party jumping Keep the hotties humping I like them thick and juicy So don't Pilates nothing Drinking too much, Lou, you might be karate punching Or at the back of the club attending the naughty luncheon Satin, Kool-Aid gives you hella 151 November dog, so run, kitty, run We gon' drink it until we dumb, diddy, dumb, bum, bitty, bum Your Kansas City come, so give me some 151 rum, pineapple juice and Malibu Caribou, get them all now Make baby girl come, out of a shell and raise hell We gon' party till the cops come 151 rum, pineapple juice and Malibu Caribou, get them all now Make baby girl come, out of a shell and raise hell Don't stop till the cops come I see double see triple, might be trouble, might see pistols, we ain't tryna hear you haters sucking on sickles, we living it up in truth, one to your may bro, unto your day go, why I'm the one to drink you under the table, and all the ladies I will do in time, once you become a member of my drinking club, you will find, trying to tell her truly get nudie, yes I even do L words in they fruity bazooty, like to drink it and yell slurs at the movies, if I'm heated, I'm off to get a caribou to cool me, by technizzling tea whizzle one high day we mixed it up and then I say we treat carabizzle like our lady, originated in Kansas City, Missouri since 1995 baby 151 rum, pineapple juice and Malibu, caribou get them all numb, make baby girl come, out of a shell and raise hell, don't stop till the cops come 151 rum pineapple juice and Malibu caribou, get them all numb make baby girl come Shell and raise hell, we gon' party till the cops come. 151 round, pineapple juice and Malibu, caribou, get them all now. Make baby girl come out of a shell and raise hell, don't stop till the cops come. Tar bender, I need a druther nink. Release caribou and a party is utter kink. Insane mani, keep them coming, then I'll remain zany. Cause I tell baby, I'm tryna make you my main damie. For the rest of the night, girl, you're sexy, you're tight. Come to week house, I and see these shock reflects in your right. Groupies at 12 o'clock, man, I crawl, I go Yeah, I'll recruit em. But I bet not crap, that's all I know Yep, in my white tee and Nikes You might sight me slightly, hyphen, might see dry heat Die, we shall not need IVs beside me, side me I might make the one I saw wing a Prada But once I get up on the mic and do my thing, I gotta Hey, better, 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 saw wing a better He can it, he can it, he can it, so wing a better 151 round, pineapple juice and Malibu Caribou, get them all numb Make baby girl come, out of a shell and raise hell We gon' party till the cops come 151 round, pineapple juice and Malibu Caribou, get them all numb Make baby girl come, out of a shell and Raise hell, don't stop till the cops come. 151 round, pineapple juice and Malibu, caribou, get them all now. Make baby girl come, out of a shell and raise hell. We gon' party till the cops come. 151 round, pineapple juice and Malibu, caribou, get them all now. Make baby girl come, out of a shell and raise hell. Don't stop till the cops come.
I like to give a big shout out to Carol Blue Cause I drink it, but they ain't paying me for it. <laughs> Not yet.